Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Two o'clock in the afternoon, the private health care sector in South Africa is in crisis. That's according to experts from private medical aid schemes attending a conference in Cape Town. They've lamented unaffordability of medical aid insurance due to the high cost of premiums, inadequate health facilities and lack of staff at some of the major stumbling blocks. Dr. Brian Ruff is a founding partner of the Professional Provider Organization Services. At the moment, only 16-17% of South Africans can afford private health insurance and frankly many of them are struggling to afford that um, even now and in addition there are at least another 15% maybe more that we should be easily be able to service. We're not being able to service them at the moment because the system design is wrong, it's fragmented and it's wasteful and there are gaps in care and the result is um, that we spend the money, we, we use those resources badly and that to, in turn results in high premiums which means people can't afford it. Researchers have warned that disturbingly high levels of corruption in the asylum-seeking process may soon spread to other areas of the public service. For the first time, the African Centre for Migration and Society, together with Lawyers for Human Rights, conducted research which shows that close to a third of migrants are experiencing corruption. Senior researcher Roni Amit says many deserving people are refused asylum simply because they don't have money for bribes. It may only be affecting foreigners now, but that doesn't mean that it will remain confined to that and it could really spread like a cancer to other areas of the public service. If people are concerned about the migrant, the numbers of migrants who are entering the country, then having a financial incentive for irregular migrants to enter the country really undermines those goals of preventing them from coming. An art exhibition of paintings done by the windows, widows of the 34 miners killed at Marikana on 16th of August 2012 on display at the Free State University's Bloemfontein campus. The paintings were done after the Kulumani support group introduced the widows to the transformative power of art and storytelling. The exhibition is the last installment of the university's lecture series this year on trauma, memory and representations of the past. The panel includes Domfundo Walaza, who is the former CEO of the Desmond Tutu Peace Centre. This revelation came as part of a wide range... There you go, monkey. And finally, an inquiry has heard that Jehovah's Witness Church in Australia received more than a thousand allegations of child sex abuse, but did not report a single one to the police. The allegations, which date back to 1950, were handled internally. The BBC's Michael Bristol reports. This revelation came as part of a wide-ranging government inquiry into allegations of child sexual abuse in Australia. The public hearing heard from a church elder and an alleged victim. Others will give evidence later. The Jehovah's Witness Church in Australia dealt with allegations of abuse internally, partly to protect the church's reputation. Some of those accused were expelled, but others were allowed to remain. The church did not report any of these allegations to the police. Top story at 2 o'clock, the private health care sector in South Africa is in crisis. Well, that's according to experts from private medical aid schemes attending a conference in Cape Town. I'm Sureshin Pillay, back at 3.